I'm here. 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 Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Walmart is racist. Did you hear? Yep, I was pooping. I was going to make it. I was going to make it back. But I would have had to skip wiping. You know. I didn't want to do that. How's everyone's day going? <clears throat> hey Jeremy, coffee brand coffee, or three bags, hell yeah. I poop a lot in the mornings. I'm like, uh, I poop like three times before noon and then I'm empty. It's like my body's like, all right, dude, no time. There's no time to be taking poop breaks once you started working. So we're going to evacuate everything in your body as quickly as humanly possible. Think too much. This year I'm trying to stand up for myself. You got two bags on the way. Shout out. No, everyone's here. We've got a full docket today. Shout out to everyone being here on this wonderful, wonderful. Tuesday, I've got darts tonight. Packers sucked balls last night. It's okay. Not letting a sports ball dictate my emotions. I'll save that for darts. What are you all up to? See, this is why if you're just watching, you got to get the app. You got to get involved in chat. Yeah, Pac-Man, right? Listen to myself. I like the Giants, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. I not to think too much. Um, lots going on. Uh, Ben Shapiro beating the war drums. I'm sure you're shocked to hear that. Very, very, very... A angry at Andrew Tate. Uh, Hamas. Pretty. I, now that I've seen more news come out, I mean, I already kind of knew the way Hamas operated, you know? But, uh. I think, uh, seeing, um, beheaded babies is a thing. Um, 
not a good not a good branding move for quote unquote freedom fighters <clears throat> you know kind of hard to kind of hard to take anyone seriously when when they keep telling me that Hamas are freedom fighters when they're beheading infant children but I've got no solutions and burn them alive yeah yeah I'm kind of like cheering for Israel <laughs> I guess after this I don't know I know it's complex I'm still anti-intervention I'm still a hundred percent anti-intervention build a wall make it tall make it taller dig it a hundred feet into the ground so they can't tunnel underneath it Tapros blocked and censored any comment anti-Hamas on their last cast. <sighs> Hamas seems like terrorists to me. They don't seem like freedom fighters. They shot a dog. I don't have to pick a side. I'm, I'm pro-America. You know, we, we went through that in my whole mini melty yesterday about that. Um, but like, it's like watching a, a terrible sport. Um... Like watching a terrible sport. I still am kind of cheering for the the side that didn't decapitate infants and burn them. I mean, I think essentially what you have with a lot of these fighters is they're like inbred savage, like actual low IQ cave people who like see a woman and they're like, like, I see, I see, like these dudes flying in with Adidas pants and like just raping everybody because they're they're just like they're that they're at that level intellectually. Like they just literally can't rape women, can't not can't not rape them. Once they shot the dog, yeah, that's what I'm like, and it's on video too, which of course I saw. You know, they're like Stone Age people. Um, which makes them difficult to fight because they don't act like, you know, normal people would. Um, but I, th I thought it was pretty weird. Yeah, both sides suck. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Thirty-one stolen. What? Where's Biden? Where's has Biden? No, Biden issued a state, a kind of a, a statement, but I can't believe he hasn't. That's a valid point. Like I can't believe he hasn't um, done like a. Has he done like a address the people kind of thing? Let him cook. He's good at destruction. Yeah. Well, I think that I think that the uh, the problem with the the problem the problem with this is the the problem that all terrorists make people have to choose, and um, 
I think that there's only terrible decisions. Like, there's only terrible decisions. I mean, like, Hamas puts their headquarters underneath in hospitals and put their weapons in civilians' homes. That's how they survive. They're like cockroaches. They are, they uh, are, are, th there is no, there is no honor. Like, they're going to make you blow up a hospital to get, you know, this, that, or the other thing. They're going to make you kill civilians. They're going to make you kill 10 civilians to kill three of them. They're they, they, they are extremely smart in that they understand that they are, they have, they have a huge advantage in, in that, like, emotionally, I don't think that they really give a shit and they don't care about anybody but themselves. And um, I think the only thing you really can do is you give people a reasonable, you, if you really, if you really want to eradicate them as Ben Shapiro wants to do, the only thing you can do is give people a reasonable chance to get out and, and just level it. I don't, I mean, is there any, is there any other viable solution? You know, like, I just, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure that there's uh I'm not sure that you really can. Otherwise the problem lasts forever. So I'm not saying I support it. I'm saying it's the only option. It's the only real option. Um, I saw a lot of the, I saw a lot of the, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's messed up. It like makes, it, it makes you have to do something terrible to defeat them. I don't know how you would classify that. It's demonic, but um, because it makes you the villain T to defeat terror, you must become the villain. That's why it's so f effective at, uh, you know, I'm non-interventional. I'm talking if I'm talking from uh, if you're Israel, I don't want America doing I, Israel does not need our help. I, so many people on Twitter parroting this like, Israel's a great ally of the United States. How? Name one fucking sorry. Name one ally in this in the on the planet that does anything for the United States. <laughs> the United States gets invaded. We're on our own. You think Israel's gonna boat over five hundred thousand troops? Did Israel put boots on the ground in Ukraine? Did, I mean, I, I keep hearing this. There's such a great, it's like an NPC thing. Israel's a, a, a great ally of United States. We must defend them. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. How? Military intelligence. How? We get military intelligence from the people that didn't know um, four, you know, f five Habibs were going to take um, PPGs. Uh, they, they're so intelligent that they didn't know that... Uh, a, a terrorist group in their own backyard was going to um, paraglide and murder 200 uh, civilians. People keep saying intelligence. What intelligence? They didn't, they can't even manage Hamas. 
most boys have no real allies. That's probably true. You know, like, America does not have allies. I agree with that. Israel is a as a, a strategic partner. They sell us they, they give us technology. What? You mean that we pay for? Yeah. Pretty sure they knew it was coming. Iron Dome didn't take care of the gliders. I don't know. I mean, I keep getting told that they give us intelligence. Well, sorry, but you can't even manage your own backyard. We find out within minutes after the attack that, oh, well, Iran was involved too. Where were you on that, Israel? You didn't know that Iran was working with Hamas? You know, I think that it's... Uh... Use your money, Jeremy, and send yourself. What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm against it. I don't want the United States getting involved at all. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want a single U.S. troop. One thing I will. One thing I want to talk about that I do support is like extracting U.S. hostages. Like I'm totally fine with that. I'm fine with like Delta Force going in there, if that's even what you would call it anymore these days. Seal Navy SEALs going in there and uh, breaking down the door at whatever hut they're storing these Americans at and, and putting a bullet in the face of every one of the terrorists within 100 yards, getting the Americans and leaving. I'm a, I 100% support that. Pretty sure, pretty sure most people do, you know? Send in Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Keanu Reeves. Done. Hostages are the bait to get us more involved. I 100% agree with that. That's why I'm saying, like, there's this, like, um, I talked about that on Twitter. Like, everyone keeps saying, but mo Americans, they killed, um, 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 they killed Americans. Yes. I don't mean to sound, like, super cold about it. I, I know this is, like, fucked to say. Pardon my French. But uh, that can't be the standard to get involved in wars because every, you know, Tauli from all around the world will just find an, some stupid idiot American um, vacationer who thinks, oh, it would be totally neat to go to Egypt. I'm a woman and that sounds fun. And then let's go on a bike ride in Syria because I'm an Instagram influencer and it's beautiful, misunderstood people. And then like... They can just get everyone involved. They can just keep sucking us into wars on every single country, you know? We should be invading uh, Chicago then. <laughs> What's the point in getting, going and getting Americans? Biden would just leave them behind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I think you go in and get them. You say, we don't negotiate with you. And uh, we're just going to, you know.
do you see the guy that made a TikTok video and said he isn't over who who said this isn't over and threatened Americans and said it's coming here? Of course it is. It's already here. Like, uh, it's, of course, it's already here. You don't think there's 2,000 Hamas sleeper cell people that walked over the southern border in the last two years? That's another, that's another argument too, that I saw. And it's like such a, is it, is a non sequitur? Is that the, there's a, there's a different word for it. It's not non sequitur. Like people were saying the, some of the biggest arguments for like neocon warmongers were like, um, first, but, um, but American citizens, like I said, if, if they have American citizens kidnapped. I 100% support going in there, obliterating the terrorists and saving the Americans. 100%. That's what we're good at. Um, the other thing people kept saying is, when I said something like, um, essentially like, don't get involved, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was going to make a space lasers. I was going to make a space lasers joke, but... I need like a Jewish friend's approval. <laughs> Any Jewish people in chat? I thought, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure that like, uh, I mean, my the thing I was going to tweet was something like, uh, so I guess we know now that Israel doesn't, does not in fact have elite space lasers or something like that. Because um, <laughs> otherwise we would have seen them by now, you know? Um, the, uh, so the other argument was something like, well, we have to get involved. They're already here. They're already in America. And I'm like, I, I got the answer. I, I, I swear. Like, thanks summer rose. Okay. I got it. <laughs> the, um, the other thing a lot of people kept saying was, well, we've got to get involved now because they're already here in America. It's like, how does getting involved in in uh, pa uh, the war between Israel and Palestine or Hamas, get rid of the terrorists that are already in our country. It, they're not related. Like, they, they're, they're not related in any way, shape, or form. If you're asking me if I support figuring out where these terror cells are in the United States, yes, I support that. But I would also tell you, and here's a big black pill, because I've seen this line one too many times, uh, I'm sure the F I'm sure intelligence knows exactly where they are, and after they do commit a horrible crime against Americans on American soil, we'll read the headlines. What are the headlines going to say? Anybody want to take a guess? What is the famous line we're going to see after one of these people commit a terrorist act in the United States? First one to get it gets uh, 10 internet points. You know what they're going to say. You know what they're going to say. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, J, uh, yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, uh, J, J, S, we always easy. Why? Yeah, they were known to the FBI. Every time. 
They were on the. They were no suspects. Were known to the FBI. So they were a lone wolf. Suspects known, or they were on their radar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every freaking time, you know it. FBI was distracted surveilling American citizens known as mega terrorists. You must, you know, the FBI knew about these these uh, Palestinian or Hamas members in the country, but they didn't have enough money to stop it. They didn't have enough money to stop it. So give today, taxpayers. If you give the FBI more money and power, then they can stop it. You know what I want to see the FBI do? Body cam footage of like storming some little house full of these people and ventilating all of them and put it up on the internet and then do it again the next day and then find another group and do it again and then keep doing it every single day so they're afraid to come to this country. Summary executions. Fine with it. I'm 100% fine with it. Upload it to the internet. That's what they do. Find every one of them. Don't wait for them to blow up some, you know, Taylor Swift concert. Walk in the door. Put them on their knees and execute them all and up, up, upload it to the internet on Minecraft. That, that would be some kind of message. In Minecraft. So anyway. By the way, do, do we ever figure out what happened? Uh, do, do, do we ever figure out what happened in Las Vegas? I, I missed that. Don't know who the suspect was. Don't know where they went. Everyone just accepted that. Thanks, FBI. Yeah. Soak the bullets in pork. Um. I mean, there's that, there's like that, there's that line in, um, that's cheesy movie, uh, with Nick Cage where he's like selling weapons or whatever. And like, I don't know why we went shilling for Israel. What are you fucking talking about? Why would you, why are like, I assume you're new here. I'm talking about on American soil, American threats. I've already said a, a bazillion times that Israel can handle this on their own. And you know, we, I don't want any intervention. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been very, I've been very clear. Whatever happened to those days where it's like, 
you know, they do this, we take out a city. They do that, we, you know what I mean? Like, that's got to be the price. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Ben Shapiro pounding the, uh, the, the drums of war. Pounding the drums of war. Oh, yeah, maybe I guess I, I assume that you're like an everyday viewer. Um, I forget that new people do come in. Just so, you know, people know where I stand on this. I, uh, I am 100% for non-intervention. Ben Shapiro, uh, quote tweeting, Justin, the UN spe special reporter for human rights in Palestine, quote, we are horrified by what's happening and we call for a truce. Ben Shapiro says they can f, f they can fuck right off. War. War. To which Andrew Tate replies, Mr. Tough Guy, let me assure you as someone who has done his own fighting as opposed to excitedly encouraging others to do it for him while sitting at home on a comfy chair, peace is always worth a conversation. I actually big agree with that. Like, Yeah, Ben is 100% for losing American lives in a foreign country. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. He's not going to go, but, you know. This is a Tate W. Um, he also went after her Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter grassroots statement in solidarity with the people of Palestine, the Palestinian people. Now, I'm not uh, a geopolitical expert, but also I would say that, you know, it's pretty interesting. Um, I am sure the overwhelming majority of Palestinians are not Hamas terrorists. Maybe I'm wrong about that. You know? Trier says, America first has shown what hypocrites they are. They want us to get out of Ukraine because we should focus on the U.S., but if Israel gets attacked, we must defend them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's pretty hilarious. Like, uh, I put up a meme on Twitter about that, and there are a lot of people who are really pissed. But it's just what I'm seeing, you know? 40 babies murdered. David, it's hard to even explain exactly just the mass casualties that happened right here. In fact, the Israeli military says they still don't have a clear number, but I'm talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said. gunned down families completely gunned down in their beds you can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other many of them reserves uh, who jumped into action 
leaving their own families behind as well, not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. Baby cribs thrown to the side. Doors thrown wide open. Still some Israeli bodies still here because the fighting in this community just ended uh, just just recently. So many of these. Probably, you know, if there's ever been a case um, for the Second Amendment, you've seen it in Israel now. Um, pretty sure that from what I'm seeing from these like Hamas attacks is that these people are not that well trained and they're using American AR-15s, it looks like. But, um, you know, if every one of these houses had an AR-15 behind the door, how many of these people would have actually been killed? Just saying. You know, every, every one of these people could have defended their own homes, but they disarmed the country. I know they're trying to uh, loosen gun laws there, but I'm just saying, you know. Oh, yeah, military don't use AR-15. True. The military service is mandatory. Yeah, but if you look at gun ownership, look at that. Gun control in Israel is re relatively strict, and firearm licenses are generally only granted to those who show a need for extra security in their line of work or daily life. People there aren't allowed to own guns. Just saying. You know? Probably would help. This is why the Second Amendment's so important. I know it's like, people will say, like, well, it's America. People aren't going to invade here. Who knows? Who knows? Who who knows? Bearhound, welcome. Could have had probably, uh, you know, the weapons are left behind from the evacuation of Afghanistan. Yeah, that's what people have said. I don't know if that's been totally confirmed yet. You know, I mean, I think you see Ben Shapiro cranking it up a notch. Fire two blasts. That's right. Get a shotgun. Get a double barrel shotgun. Wait, that's not very good. I need auto tune. I don't have auto tune. I don't have that. Fire two blasts. think that's the Darren Chris song. I have two shotguns at my home. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. You're dancing in chat. I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony 
and fired two blasts outside the house. By shotgun, by shotgun. You don't need machine gun, you don't need third rounds. <laughs> by shotgun, by double barrel shotgun. No, you don't need a flamethrower, and you don't need a tank. You don't need an AR-15 to scare those thugs away. No, and I don't need a grenade. Well, how'd that work out? How'd that work out? Launcher. I don't need an F-15. There's just one thing I need to do, and they'll stay away from me. Fire to blast. <laughs> ben Shapiro coming back over the top rope. Let me assure you, as someone who has not pimped women and bragged about it, so you have pimped women, that morality requires that those who rape women and kidnap children must be eradicated, not negotiated with. Well, I, I'm saying like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Either Israel lives with it forever or whatever, you know, or they have to go and, uh, you know, how about this? Did you see this hilarious fake, fake CNN report? Now there are several things. I mean, imagine right? You're over there in a war zone. Okay. I might actually do, should we do like a, I might do a standalone video for this. You know what, uh, news mainstream media likes more than anything war. It's uh, extremely good for them ever since uh, the you know 24-hour news cycle became a thing. They have to find a way to keep everyone glued to the screens at all times, at all moments. Now, we saw this during the coup era where CNN and other news outlets literally had live uh, counters on their screen for a number of people that were lost to it. Okay, that's, if we go back, you know, if we look back in 20 years, I'm not sure that there will have been a lower moment in the main, in media than that. You have this idea that we have to, you know, stay in your homes, keep CNN on, CNN, watch the death counter tick up one body at a time. I remember seeing that and even having my own type of like visceral reaction to it. And I would like walk out on the streets expecting bodies to be stacked up like cordwood. That kind of coverage is what led to people wearing a mask while they're alone in their car still. Uh, it has genuinely uh, ruined people, ruined people. And uh, we all know that mainstream media has set up a lot of fake uh, events. I believe there were several people who famously, I can't, I can't remember who it was and I don't want to name the wrong person, 
But there was once a famous reporter who was completely disgraced because they made up a story about having to, they were in the war zone and they were dodging bullets and they were doing, um, they were doing parkour to, to dodge the, 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 the uh, onslaught. Turned out that was fake. Many people have uh, in the media uh, doing that kind of stuff. Well, now we have uh, CNN. Uh, imagine being, if you're Clarissa Ward. Um, oh yeah, Brian Williams was the guy that did that. I mean, look it up. It's one of the most hilarious uh, lies. Uh, it, like, it's one of the most hilarious lies uh, that he, that, I mean, this is a guy, a news guy ruined his entire career over this. Remember this, like, Choppergate. During January uh, 30th and 20, uh, during the January 30th, 2015 NBC Nightly News broadcast, Brian referred to a terrible moment of a dozen years back during the invasion of Iraq, when the helicopter they were traveling in was forced down after being hit by an RPG. Williams later said <laughs> that he was not in the helicopter that was hit by an RPG, but the helicopter directly behind it. The pilots of Williams' helicopter say their chopper was not directly behind the hit Chinook either, but in a different company altogether. So he lied, he doubled down, and got called out by the pilot of his helicopter. I mean, so many hilarious, like, lies of Brian Williams. The Berlin Wall, for example. A 2008 forum at Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, Williams said he was, quote, at the Brandenburg Gate the night the Berlin Wall came down. As CNN reports, the night the wall came down is widely recognized as November 9th, 1989, an NBC news source in a position to know confirmed that Brian had arrived, in fact, the day after. Um, Geraldo famously getting kicked out of the um, his military uh you know his embedded journalist right now we have this cnn's clarissa ward takes cover in a ditch amid a massive barrage of rockets near the israel gaza border now if you know anything at all about combat you can just look at this screenshot and know it's fake i'll give you a second to know i'll give you a second to like first one to comment how you can look at this person who is a combat trained and embedded journalist in a combat zone. I'll give you a hint. They're missing something that everybody would be, would know would be, they would be uh, wearing in this particular case. It's, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the idea that she is under heavy fire and she happens to not be wearing a helmet, which uh, literally everybody knows she's not covering her head, but she is recording herself on a cat. Like, you'd keep your lid on. Anybody in a combat zone, that's like the, that's like day one stuff. That's table stat, table stakes. No eye pro, no head, you know, no lid. Got her makeup done. She's just laying on the road, not in a ditch. There is so much already. You can see Wall Street Silver. This reminds me of one of those hurricane videos where the guy is leaning into the wind. 
Then two guys casually walk by, making it obvious the weather guy is faking it. At the end of the CNN video, there are some guys just casually walking by. It makes you wonder how staged these scenes are for the drama. Clarissa is on the ground right now. Clarissa, tell us what's happening. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! These people should be laughed out of society. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is fake. None. None. Okay. If you were actually in danger, you wouldn't be like cutting live. You'd be like, yo, I'm not picking up the phone right now. I guarantee you, you the reason, just so everyone's clear, she's not wearing a helmet is so her hair looks good. And so you can see her face properly. My second favorite is when these journalists wear helmets and they're like four sizes too big. When everybody knows you, you could go get a helmet that fits you, okay? Before CNN sends you there, they can equip you with stuff that fits, like PPE stuff that actually fits. Hi, John. So forgive me, I have a slightly un unelegant position, but we have just had a massive barrage of rockets coming in here oh yeah it looks uh, like not it too far from us so we have had to take shelter here by the roadside. taking shelter by the roadside laying flat on the in a parking lot uh resting your head on your arm and not covering your head we're just about five minutes away gaza is in that direction we can hear now a lot of jets uh in the sky we could also hear the iron dome intercepting uh, a number of I like that they're like, this guy in the back is so scared, he's on a cell phone call. This guy back here is on, a, on his cell phone. They were whizzing over. And she's also very clearly pretending to be out of breath. Head and making impact in that direction, uh, not too far from here. We came to this location. She'd because probably be good for those old herbal essences zero, commercials if, you, uh, if you're old and you remember that. For this operation of carnage, Hamas militants came uh, on a pickup truck. This was the first place where they breached that border wall, and they basically she's probably in America on a soundstage, just spraying uh, lead wherever they went. We saw, in fact, I was just grabbing it before that happened, and we had to hit the deck. But uh, heavy weaponry being used. It's <laughs> This is so staged. Not a single person with her is wearing head protection. Um, Not a single one. Where are we moving to? Sorry, just one second. Ago. None of these people are wearing head protection. All right, so now I they must really be in the war zone. I can show you uh, the scene here. Look at all the missile hits all around her. Oh, there's none? Everything seems fine. This is where those militants first came. Yeah, look at all the damage. I mean, none? Opening up fire on all these vehicles. Uh, there's a baby carriage down there. <laughs> there's a baby <laughs> Oh, they're opening fire on all these vehicles. And then there's a baby carriage. Not a single siren. Not, not you know. Turned over on its side. You can see over there, Clayton, if you just show... In the distance there. What? Some kind of strikes looks What? That's a hundred miles away. Are you joking? 
It's awfully quiet. A good point, too. Also, awfully quiet for a war zone. What? Just over there. There's some smoke on the horizon. That could have been us. It's like in Gaza as well. Oh, powerful zoom. Uh, return fire. Or is that the smoke from the rocket launches? Forgive me. Um, a little difficult after being crouched in a ditch to know exactly what's been going on. I guess they are a little bit, they are a little bit like, they are like below the road a little bit. But you can see here, these people here are just casually you know, hanging out. You see, Clarissa looks remarkably fresh for someone laying in a ditch and dodging a massive barrage of rockets. Obviously ample time to do her hair and makeup. Oh, wait. Okay. Maybe it's real. Hold on. Here's what led to this. The pure bravery from the CNN team. Why is nobody wearing any PPE? The person who's on camera is wearing a vest, by the way. Her entire crew is not. Yeah. Oh, this other... Is it wearing flip-flops? Yeah. This is all fake. What is this? This is even worse. Did you see all the rockets flying by? Did you see the? Did you see it? You must have blinked. Did you blink? Like what? Didn't she say there was a barrage of cars that that were flying? There were rockets. Pew 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 pew. pew, 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 pew. Heavy artillery. Look, I found this piece of metal on the ground. Why are they running up here? If you were really worried, you'd head in the ditch immediately. He's on his cell phone. Imagine that. Imagine they're like, uh, you're out there. I know I've got vets and I know I've got vets watching this. You're out there. like You got no helmets on. Only one person has a vest and it just says press. I don't even know if it's uh, protective. No helmets, no gloves, no nothing. On a cell phone. This looks real. Then she's like faking reactions. That's the iron dome. Okay? That's the iron dome. Yeah. It's nowhere near them. There's the what the? Oh my god! What? How? What an embarrassment! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! This. <laughs> Like, the the actual, I mean, oh God, I mean, praise baby Jesus that they survived. Praise, praise baby Jesus. The cheerful cynic says, Dear Jamie, did you ever get a response from any big YouTubers about helping them start Rumble channels since your video offering to help them last week? Nope. Nope. Not a single one. 
I did get a couple of people uploading videos that were like, but this is why I don't check two boxes. I should say Optimus, Optimus reached out. He's a pretty big YouTuber about getting his, uh, his rumble stuff going. I helped him out. Like that is, I mean, it's sick. Great acting. Love how it went from deep breathing, which one would assume implies action in close surrounding only then to get up to a ghost town wide around. <laughs> I mean, are you joking with this? This woman's life was never in danger, even a little bit. Not even a little bit. What about the barrage of rockets? Where's the barrage of rockets that hit them? Anyway, just so you know, I'm really happy to have a, a sponsor for this stream. It's cbdistillery.com. By the way, I've actually started taking it, and I feel like it's helping me with my anxiety. I, I, you know, I, I hadn't said that before because I hadn't started taking it long enough, but it, it definitely seems like it's helping me. I take it daily now. But um, here's, you know, I was searching really to uh, understand. I wanted to get off my... Um, SSRIs for my anxiety. CBD did come up as an actual option for me. Some of the benefits of CBD as if you 90% of customers report better sleep with CBD, 81% of people say it helps with stress and anxiety, 80% report less pain after physical activity. You can enjoy focus, better concentration. CBD distillery has a full range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions packed with whole body healing plant compounds and vital nutrients, 100% clean ingredients. Dr. Kevin Frey of the Mayo Clinic trained internist also supports it. Over 2 million satisfied customers. If you're frustrated with a health concern that's not getting better, CBD is something worth giving a try. Let me get you on the right path with a 20% discount. Visit cbdistillery.com, enter my code thequartering for your discount. No prescription required. That's cbdistillery.com. Promo code the quartering for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com. Links also in the description. They just did a relaunch of this. Um, I, uh, I was taking the... Um, I mean, they have some products that have THC in them. Um, some people like that. Um, but the gummies that I was taking uh, were mostly CBD. I think the, here, yeah, full spectrum. These are what I was taking. They have some to help sleep, all that kind of stuff. So try a promo code, the quartering. I think they'll, uh, I think you really like it. I gotta get some of the new like unwind ones. People say they work better with the THC. I mean, there's a little bit of THC in the in the ones that, like it's below the legal limit, um, but they do have some that have THC in them too. But that's your decision. Anyway, CBDistillery.com promo code the quarter and give them a try. Anyway, you don't have to do the if you want to try the kind without THC. There's the these um, like full spectrum 
CBD gummies or the 30 meg broad spectrum CBD anytime gummies, 0% THC. So there's some that don't have THC in them. That's if you want to do gummies, you know? I take Zequil melatonin before going to sleep. Try the CBD sleep one. Let me know if, because my wife has a hard time sleeping. Try the CBD sleep thing and let me know if they help you. They're useless. I disagree. You know, they work good for me. Five mil will get you high if you're a weed lightweight. Five milligrams of THC in an edible will get most people high who aren't regular smokers. That's a fact. Exactly. Your body is full of cannabinol, cannabinol receptors. Why do you think that is? Yeah, cannabinoids. Yeah. So Ben Shapiro wants war. We talked about that. Jeremy Boring, a failed actor, current multimillionaire, weighing in. Being a professional fighter in no way compares to fighting for your life in the war, you poser piece of shit. I mean, I wonder why the Daily Wire is, is so like is so interested in uh so so interested in uh he really likes war lol not a cat my bag of spiked jack-o'-lantern just arrived the flavoring is legit but a bit too bitter and acidic for my taste what other flavors would you recommend hmm well if you if you i mean they're all going to be a medium roast I mean, our top two selling flavors are strawberries and cream, uh, which is now available in K-Cup today, by the way, and uh, blackberry. I would try one of those two. By the way, also, I started the pre-order today. We just did our strawberries and cream. We just made it available for pre-order in, a, in the K-Cup, which is brand new. And then we also now have a variety pack, which is our medium roast, our dark roast, a pack of blueberry cobbler, and a pack of strawberries and cream. Promo code. I have a promo code to save you 10% too if you pre-order. It's, hold on. Hold please. Strawberry and friends. That's a promo code for 10% off. Interesting conversation. A little switch to some entertainment news here. We've covered at length on this channel um, the downfall of the Disney princess actress. Essentially, people hate Rachel Zegler. I mean, with a white hot passion, they hate her because of her various interactions with fans, her interviews where she uh, is just sounds like an entitled brat, uh, and a whole variety of other reasons, to be honest. But uh, like lost in all of this is also the fact that people uh, really still hate Amber Heard. 
And there was nobody who benefited more from the Rachel Zegler is a terrible person campaign or a you know, factual update than Amber Heard, who uh, was hilariously uh, basically laughed out of Hollywood. Now, there's a new rumor going on out there. According to Sportskedia, after Rachel Zegler and Amber Heard reportedly Oh, after Rachel Zegler, Amber Heard is also reportedly blacklisted from Hollywood. What? I find that extremely difficult to believe. Um, I don't say that like as a, you know, I mean, I think that their behavior would perhaps warrant some sort of, you know, removal from Hollywood. Um, but in my experience these people are not kicked out of Hollywood. They are celebrated. They are, you know, the more they hate the fans, the more they hate uh, the viewers of their movies, the more popular they are in Hollywood. So the whole thing is weird to me that they would be blacklisted in any, any reasonable way. In the glitzy world of Hollywood, an actor's reputation is like a golden ticket to success, they write. Well, recently, Amber Heard has found herself in a particularly tough spot. Her reputation has taken a big hit because of the highly publicized legal battle with another famous actor, Johnny Depp. This battle caused a massive uproar in Hollywood. Now there are rumors that she may not, may not be getting any more of those blockbuster movies that we all love to watch. Heard's career is facing a storm because of the publicized spat with Johnny Depp. Many in Hollywood are talking about her getting blacklisted, which means she might not be chosen to play the big, important roles in major Hollywood pro projects. Much like Rachel Zegler, Amber Heard has also found herself in hot water in the Hollywood sphere due to her high-profile legal battle with Depp. I mean, I think this just seems too difficult, too, too odd to believe. The common thread here is how controversies in public image can impact an actor's career. Both Zegler and Heard have faced severe backlash in the media, which has led to doubts about their future roles in Hollywood. I don't really know. I mean, Amber Heard, renowned for roles as Mira and Aquaman, where is the source even coming from? You know, like, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is if it's a reliable source, um, I think like you end up, people just make stuff up for clicks sometimes. And it's like, there's a reason that some it's, I, you know, these things are on some of these sites. If we go back to, uh, you know, October 3rd, Rachel Zegler seems to be the actress Disney fans love to hate. No Disney project has united fans and hatred better than the upcoming retelling of Walt Disney's Enchanted Fairy Tale, and many believe Zegler's behavior and comments surrounding the production are to blame. Based on her previous quotes, they're not wrong. While rumors persist that the actress has been let go or replaced, Disney is going through a with a much maligned adaptation. Although fans have pleaded with Disney not to pursue this project any further, the truth is the studio will likely release the film, lose millions at the box office, take the hit, and never work with Zegler again. Broad is the path and wide is the gate that leads to destruction, but Zegler is practically sprinting. She insulted her male co-star, trashed the original Disney classic, and has reportedly been a nightmare to work with, ultimately torching her career in the process. But where? Who? 
Who's reporting it? This would be the very first time that Hollywood got rid of uh, someone who hated viewers. Zego's reported behavior might land her in a world of trouble. However, she isn't the first to take this path. I mean, I don't know exactly where these rumors are coming from, but I would be shocked. I think it's I think it's odd that they don't say who's saying it, you know? This video links a a video from Mike Zero. Now I don't I don't uh discount, I don't like to, you know, this is a, a YouTuber in our space, okay? But what I can tell you is uh, the reputation for this YouTuber is that they in, they make up things out of thin air. I don't want to like, you know, disparage another YouTuber, but uh, I don't think anyone thinks Mike Zero is actually a, has any actual insider tips. There have been other YouTubers in this space too that seem to have inside information on everything and it never comes to fruition. I mean, I think I saw like two dozen um, proof that Kathleen Kennedy is fired videos. And you know that that's never happened. I mean, this seems like a complete, I mean, it's fantasy, perhaps. You see Rachel Zegler involved in a major battle against Disney. This published yesterday. Actress Rachel Zegler has quickly taken the world of Hollywood by storm. Zegler's career began to soar after a breakthrough role as Maria in Steven Spielberg's highly anticipated remake of West Side Story, which, by the way, if I remember correct, lost $200 million or so at the box office. The role catapulted her into the spotlight and, and garnered critical acclaim for a performance showcasing her remarkable singing and acting abilities. Okay. That movie made no money. That movie made none. Why would people want to run to, you know, and flock to her? I mean, I think that like the idea that, you know, fans don't like her. What's going to be interesting to see is the Hunger Games stuff. I don't think people are going to show up to see the Hunger Games. Because who cares about the Hunger Games anymore? But I could be wrong. I don't know if the if this is a new book and people uh, people are like big into the Hunger Games again. But you see, Zegler will star in the Hunger Games before her Snow White release. I think that it'll be interesting to see if you know uh, how this all works out. Now, her battle against Disney way down in the article, they finally say it's interesting to see the two stars working together in the midst of the backlash. It'll be intriguing to see. What numbers the Hunger Game prequel draws at the box office? I suspect not, not a lot. Dinklish and Zegler's film will be released during a popular time of the year, and it's worth noting that the movie will battle head-to-head -head against two of Disney's ho most hopeful films. The film will be released just a week after the Marvels and a few days before Disney's Wish. Never even heard of that other movie. Disney is hoping for a big November at the box office, with these two films, I don't think that I don't think that that's going to happen. People don't like Rachel Zegler. I mean, that's just I mean, that's just a fact. I don't think that they're going to flock to the movie theater to support her. There are people out there like Chris Pratt, where people just like Chris Pratt, and so they'll 
you know, whatever movie he's in, people will go see. But I don't think that Rachel Zegler has that kind of pull. I don't think that Amber Heard has that kind of pull. So if they truly are blacklisted, um, you know, it would be very Amber Heard to say, because she basically said, like, um, she basically said, I quit acting. But that could also be, a, you know, like, a, you can't fire me, I quit. That could be. Um, I, I assume that Zegler is destined for, you know, an OnlyFans career at some point. I don't really understand. You know, they had no problem firing Gina Carano, but she liked the fans. You know, she liked interacting with the fans. Rachel Zegler hates them. She hates the history of Disney. She hates everything about it. So I'm not exactly sure I see her being blacklisted, but it would be great. We know that Disney is undergoing kind of this um, hostile takeover attempt with the that angel or the whatever they call him, uh, a, a activist investor, where now he wants a stake of Disney. He wants seats on the board. He wants to get rid of them being woke. He wants to uh, you know push for profit instead of politics. Zegler could be somebody that you know, should this guy get control or power that he's just not going to have a problem, you know, he's not going to have a problem cutting bait. That would be interesting. I think Disney's, you know, they're, Disney's really kind of looking for these girls whose eyes are really far apart. I assume there's lots of them out there who don't hate the fans. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to watch, I suppose. I, I don't think, I don't think that I've been convinced that there is a, uh, that she's been gone, that she's out. I don't, I don't believe. I mean, there's a million people who can sing. You know, there's just, it's just the truth. You have to have fish eyes. Yeah. Gotta have, that's the new look for Disney princesses, isn't it? You have to have really far apart eyes, like a creepy amount of a creepy amount apart. It has to make people feel uncomfortable. Like it has to make people think like, is that like, are they, is that normal? Now you got a star. I already uploaded a standalone video about uh, Disney being in rough shape. Let's get to a, uh, yeah, Brittany Venti could have been uh, a new st uh, Hollywood starlet, right? <laughs> Shout out to Brittany Venti. I know everyone, you know, outside of, I mean, after, after, Hollywood stars. Everyone, the opinion we need the most on complex geopolitical issues and complex political issues and things of that nature, we need to know from the people that um, get, get piped down for a living. We need to know, we need to hear from um, the women of the night uh, because they are the thinkers of a generation. They are truly the new moral high ground. And 
honestly, for me, I'm always far more interested in what somebody like Mia Khalifa uh, has to say about politics than even Hollywood. And that's saying a lot because Hollywood is very smart. Hollywood, you know, they're just far smart, smarter than any of us could ever be. And um, it's, it's hard to admit that. But, you know, someone like Mia, who, um, you know, has uh, got famous having people, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, be their L's on her, on her F, uh, has now been uh, fired, canceled, not just from uh, one job, but multiple jobs after speaking out in favor of, well, Hamas, it seems like. Uh, it, 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 I mean, you get fired by Playboy, you get fired from this other company. Um, <laughs> you have this, uh, Playboy fires Mia Khalifa after the uh, prawn actress expressed support for Hamas. It wasn't for the people of Palestine. Now, Playboy has cut ties with after content creator Mia Khalifa content creator after she emphatically ex expressed support for Hamas following its surprise attack on Israel and urged the uh, Terries to f better film their attacks. The adult magazine announced that its decision to part ways with Khalifa, who joined its centerfold platform in February, and an email to subscribers late Monday, quote, we are writing today to let you know of our decision to terminate their relationship with her, including deleting their channel on our creator platform, the team wrote. She has made disgusting and reprehensible comments celebrating Hamas. Um, the email continued. That's great. But at Playboy, we encourage free expression and constructive political debate. But we have a zero tolerance policy for hate speech. Isn't that funny? Even the prawn industry has gotten woke. All right. Like even that, even that industry has gotten woke. What, what I also think is, is pretty funny is like, uh, you know, this individual is really not very interesting. Uh, they are, you know, used up and old and have never added anything to society yet. They have a unique ability to get back in the headlines. We expect Mia to understand her words and actions have consequences. Users trying to access the page on the platform will now be confronted with a not found graphic. She drew the ire after posting a series of controversial tweets praising Hamas over the weekend. If you can look at the situation in Palestine and not be on the side of the Palestinians, then you are on the wrong side of apartheid. And history will show that in time, she wrote on Twitter on Saturday. She also called a photo of the Hamas Terries a Renaissance painting. She drew additional criticism. Can someone please tell the freedom fighters? And they're not freedom fighters. They're Terries uh, in Palestine to flip their phones and film horizontal. She also criticized Kylie Jenner for posting a sense deleted message of support for Israel to her Instagram account writing. If true journalism exists, the next person to talk to Kylie Jenner will ask her for her opinion on geopolitical tensions in the Middle East and not break eye contact. She can string one coherent sentence together since she wants to take a stance to her 400 million followers. Well, I'm pretty sure that you could say the same thing about Mia Khalifa. I'm pretty sure you could say the same thing about this person.
And it's it's like it's it's hilarious to me. And you see like Ali Lennon, why are prawn stars and people that celebrate uh everything going on um to innocent people being promoted to 37.8 million people on TikTok? Mia tweeted for Hamas fighters to do, do this or that. I mean, I don't support Ali in this at all. I don't know him personally, but uh this seems like uh, deplatforming. If she's allowed to have her opinion, uh, I would not. I don't support getting demanding deplatforming over it. But you know, there's like I just want to make sure. I mean, this is somebody that's been coping and seething ever since too. Five point seven million followers on Twitter. That's not even the first job. You know, spreading misinformation, uh, saying it's the IDF doing it. I'm not sure. There's no evidence of that. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, another woke thing there. I, I, I think it's, I struggle because I just hate her so much. Her opinions, I guess. I don't know who she is. She just seems like an insufferable crotch. But it is her opinion. I don't love uh, getting fired for that. But I think when you have you know, this situation where she was also fired a few days ago from Red Light Holland saying, this is such a horrendous tweet. Consider yourself fired immediately. Simply disgusting, beyond disgusting. Please evolve and become a better human being. The fact that you are condoning these terrible things is truly gross. No one can explain your, no words can explain your ignorance. This is after she's, you know, wants better footage. I just want to make sure that there's 4K footage of my people breaking down the walls of their open-air prison. They've been forced to live out of their homes and into, so we have good options for the history books to write about it. This is when she's like, can you please film in wide format? Now, earlier in the show, I talked about, you know, some of the things that we're seeing over there. Now, I know that, you know, as we saw with the CNN video, um, how they, you have the thing called the fog of war, where it's really difficult to... Uh, believe anything you see because both sides spread propaganda and you know you have the American government spreading it you have um, political commentators in America neocons that want war who are happy to spread it you have morons like Ian Miles Chong t- tweeting out knowingly false stuff um, to whip everyone up into a frenzy you know and then it, it, so this is somebody who <clears throat> I think I just have one question. Like, what do we think? What do we think um, these freedom fighters, as she puts it, what do we think that they would do uh, to her? This is a woman that, uh, you know, has (laughs) had a literal fatwa or whatever put on her. I think that this meme... I meant to post it. Maybe it didn't post. Do, 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 do. I meant to post it. Allow me to quick post. I think it, it encapsulates probably the, uh, the situation in, in the best possible way. You have all these people. Like, what do you think? There's this meme out there here. Um, you know, the, the free Palestine, LGBTQ, Palestine, blah, blah, blah. It shows Hamas like, huh, huh? And then walking with uh, them the, off, <laughs> the other way, hearts in her eyes, and then uh, the head 
is removed from the pie. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that, you know, you see here, breaking, re breaking report. Playboy terminates relationship with Mia after making terrible comments. I, I guess there are a lot of people that, you know, that whole industry is, is, uh, is pretty nefarious. I got to be honest. Um, I, I think that having <laughs> a lot of people are saying, you know, FAFO, you know, mess around and find out good. So sad, almost tragic, you know, good. Now she can freelance. I, I don't love getting fired for having like off platform, um, comments. I stand by that, but at the same time, like, she's just so awful and demonic that, like, I just think I don't care. And uh, this woman has plenty of money, and I don't think she lost any. I'd be willing to bet you she got more followers on OF um, <laughs> uh, that after that than this. You know, Playboy ditches her. I can't imagine people still pay to to see her. She's very, very old now, and and her opinions are gross. But uh, yeah, I guess mess around and find out. Ripperonis, pepperonis, much like her walls, I imagine. Ripperonis. By the way, thanks everyone for another great day of viewership. Five thousand people in here watching i hope you're enjoying the show i kind of i do this every day for 90 minutes to two hours or so go over kind of all the day's news and uh and 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 um you know talk it out with you all i ask if you're enjoying the show is that if you're on mobile you get the rumble app or if you're watching on tv you get the rumble app create an account get involved in chat um, it makes it a lot more fun. I actually read the chat. You don't have to. You don't have to do Rumble rants to for me to read your chats. Um, I like to talk to you. It makes it a lot more fun. I love seeing the chat light up. Um, and then if you haven't yet, there's a follow button right below me. If you haven't clicked that, please do. Uh, I go live every single Monday through Friday from noon to two ish. Fridays I do interviews, and um, so about ninety minutes. Previously is when I started. So just so you keep that in mind for tomorrow, I really would love to see you come back tomorrow. Lindsay Tran uh, says, washed up. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree. Godborn says, Mia's helped me through many hard times in my life, Jeremy. Why can't you leave her alone? Well, you're right. Megan Harper says, you hid under the table. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't understand the context of that one. Jasper Cohen says, hi, thank you for that. Um, I thought I saw another one that maybe I missed. Thank you for rumble ranting, everyone. Oh, yeah, Cocktail Road. I love when Chris Cuomo was curling 500-pound dumbbells. Yeah. Oh, yeah, King of Biltong. I missed yours. By the way, I got, I got some Biltong in the mail yesterday. Some Wagyu and some Angus. I'm going to eat that uh, for lunch after the show. Um. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas, he writes. Free shipping on your Biltong when you use code THEQ on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. If you're on a keto or carnivore diet, this should be your go-to food. 
Big agree. It's really interesting looking stuff. I can't wait to eat it today. So check out uh, Anton USA or landofbiltong.com. Code the Q. Winifred Santiago says she, she covered only with a hand towel came from the shower. Wait, what? Biltong beef. Yeah, so I, I'm glad. I, how many, any first timers out there in chat right now? Hope that you're here. Um, you can also, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I saw somebody mention yesterday, okay, in the chat that you want me to start the um, locals live stream chat for when I go live. I will do that uh, going forward. Hey, yeah, a lot of spicy garden. I know you're not a first timer. If you're enjoying the show, please uh, click the follow button. Um, I hope that you'll come back tomorrow. I hope everyone in chat's uh, being kind. I want to you know, build this community. My goal is to be at 10,000 concurrent viewers um, each day by probably spring. So that gives us about, what? Four months to double. But if you look at it, the growth of it, um, when I go back and look at it, I started at like one to 2,000, not that long ago, like in June or July. And then it kind of jumped to like three to 4,000. And now this week, we've been at four to 5,000 peak concurrent viewers. I'm hoping that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of you guys and gals are having a good time and you'll join me tomorrow and you'll make this a part of your day to listen in, or maybe you're watching it later, which I greatly, greatly appreciate too. Um, the only other thing, I've got a few more topics for you. The other thing I wanted to mention is uh, if you want to support the channel, there's a join button over here and it takes you to my locals page, which is like a Patreon. It's five bucks a month. If you subscribe for a year, you get two months free and uh, it goes miles to helping creators. If, if you don't do it for me, consider it for a creator that you, that you want to support. Um, and we're going to have a uh, members only video once a month. And then I'm going to start tomorrow members only chat, which will be a way to kind of burst through and I'll see your chats. I'll have a the members chat open on my screen too. So if you click the join button and then support, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, it goes a long way. It's a big team here. We've got two full-time editors. I've got my full-time graphic designer, a lot of people. So I would appreciate your support. Andy Moore says, I know you're in here somewhere. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you're a fan of horror films. I, I am. <clears throat> particular thrillers. I don't like, um, I don't like movies that are like extremely messy. You know, I'm not like a big, I don't need to be seeing people's body parts separated from their bodies, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't need to see that to be spooked. I don't need to see that to, to be into, you know, a new horror film or some, something of that nature. But the exorcist is a film franchise that I hold near and dear. 
one of the first um, you know spooky movies I've ever seen. The movie totally holds up, and now they have released a sequel of sorts. But it, it, it it's being reviewed very poorly. Now I will admit, as a fan of the genre, and if you are also a fan of the genre, you know that horror movies generally do not get good reviews unless um, they're woke, you know, unless they're sticking it to the, the white man or something like that. This movie, The Exorcist Believer, is very diverse. And, uh, you know, of course, they have two kids and it's a white girl and a black girl now. And it's two different families and everybody's in. It, it does, the movie didn't look good. And it's being released at a time in which there are numerous possession movies out there, much better than this. Um, I even thought, you know, I've seen a couple possession. I watched this like Australian possession movie called Talk to Me. It was pretty good. It was a little cheesy Gen Z at times, but it was pretty good. Um, the, the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe, pretty good. Um, Nefarious pretty good so the you know the idea that you know the exorcist is the only player in this game uh has long dissipated now this particular movie did not do well it's sitting at a 24 percent with critics 200 of them went to go see it and fans gave it a 58 percent there are some interesting takes in this film that might lead to uh, why maybe it's not doing so good. You know, I, I don't know if I could say that for sure, but they have an interesting line. The exorcist believer and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad line of dialogue. So the exorcist believer writes in exorcist believer when Chris is asked why she wasn't Chris is this old lady here why she wasn't allowed in the room when Father Marin and Father Karras were exercising the demon out of Reagan, she says, quote, I wasn't part of the patriarchy. That's right. The patriarchy. That seems like just a stupid throwaway line that doesn't mean anything, but when you think about how reductive it is, how, complete, how it completely ignores the context of the first movie, and the fact that the two men died to save her daughter is just completely ignored. You think about how it encapsulates how so many people view the world through this dumbed down black and white lens devoid of any nuance. You start to realize why modern movie writing is so terrible. They literally have the dumbest people in the world writing all of our entertainment now. Yeah. I mean, this, this movie is absolutely tanking at the box office. And you know what, what I think is, you know, interesting, you see like so many people, uh, don't like it. You can see this, the exorcist believer goes woke and tanks. Watch the footage that sends an agenda driven message. This is a cosmic book news. It's a rag site that hates me. It's funny. Every time I cover one of their articles, they update the headline and say, Jeremy from the quarterings, not allowed to use a sorry. I am allowed to it. You know, I'm allowed to use it. You can put it behind a paywall if you want, um, but I'm allowed to commentate on your articles. 
Uh, you see, and it's Rip. The Exorcism Believers confirmed the flick went woke, which probably explained why it's tanking on Rotten Tomatoes and at the box office. I disagree. If it really had gone that woke, the critics would have reviewed it better. I haven't, see, I haven't seen the movie, don't plan on now, but I caught wind of a comment on Deadline that compared the film to a title of a certain book by Hillary Clinton. It wasn't very good or scary. It should have been called Exorcist Believer. It should have been called Exorcist. It takes a village to perform an exorcism, states the comment. I reached out on social media for confirmation. The Exorcism Believer is woke AF, and now I got it. You see, uh, it takes it takes a village is woke. Haven't seen the movie myself, so wondering why. I mean, it takes a village. I mean, I don't know if that's really woke. People say that, you know, all the time. It, look, if you're a fan of actual horror films and thrillers, you suffer through a lot of trash. We watch a lot of very bad movies because, well, we're just happy to get any love. Social media users posted the clip featuring the return of Ellen Burstyn as Chris McNeil, who says something that's really shocking, well, not shocking if you know the agenda-driven woke crowd, referring to the classic 1973 movie directed by William Fredkin, Alan uh, Burstyn's Chris McNeil says, I actually didn't witness it, you know, the exorcism, they wouldn't let me, asked why not. She replies, my opinion? Because I'm not a part of their damn patriarchy. The man she is talking to is black and laughs. As pointed out by the Twitter user who leaked the footage, the scene makes no sense. There were actually nine deaths in the original The Exorcist, and Father Marin and Father Damien sacrificed themselves at the end of the movie to save her daughter. But in the end, we see The Exorcist believer it's all about dumping on the original movie and sending the message that just because she's female, she wasn't allowed to be involved in an exorcism, which of which she has zero experience and knowledge. Well, actually, there was a pretty decent exorcism movie where uh it's it was a called it's not called the nun but it was um about a female uh nun who wanted to be an exorcist and it was okay most exorcist exorcism movies are okay and i wish hopefully that name of that movie will come to me i think they're making a sequel because of course they're making a sequel the thing is like horror movies are generally pretty low budget and so they don't need to make massive amounts of money at the box office so they can have four five six seven eight sequels without like setting any kind of records or anything like that um you know and you see like uh you know we see but we see an exorcist believer uh it's about dumping on the original i don't know i mean i just think from what i gather from the preview this was like a hard no for me will i watch it uh, when it comes out streaming for free, yes, I probably will. Um, but I think that that's a lot of people now. People are just not paying for mid movies, uh, and I, I think that that is probably you know what I saw when I saw the preview. I was like, this is extremely underwhelming, and I'm not going to pay fifteen dollars to see it. I'd rather just, and usually around this time of year, I start rewatching horror, horror films. And uh, I'd rather watch the classics. I don't love, like I said, I don't love like uh, messy horror films. I don't like, really love, I've got a lot of affinity for like Nightmare on Elm Street and um, 
you know, Friday the 13th. I, I do even, even like the Halloween movies. I do have a lot, a soft spot for those movies in my heart. Um, but uh, I think that they're, they're not like my jam. I like thrillers. I like, you know, stuff like, um, you know, even it follows was a newer one. That was pretty good. I've been pretty open about the type of movies that I like. I just watched um, Evil Dead Rises, which was another possession movie that came out. That was a combination of kind of gross freak out and also possession. But even that was okay. I would not have been happy if I paid 15 bucks to see it. Anyway, they continue. Why would she be allowed in an exorcism when she's hysterical? She isn't an exorcist, doesn't know how to fight demons. And we can add that the demon would likely want to possess her when getting removed from the child. As again, she would be the weakest person in the room. And no, not because she's not a woman. Regarding the reviews, Exodus Believers at a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 55% audience score, giving it a 5.2 on IMDb. The flick was also tracking over 30 million this weekend at the box office, but now is estimated to bring 28 million. Um, it'll be VOD by Halloween. Universal spent $400 million to acquire the rights in 2021, and it's been announced that Exorcist Believer is supposed to drum up a lot more support for the movies and at least two more of a trilogy. But all this woke garbage is nothing more than pure vomit. It was a bad throwaway line. It was a bad throwaway line. You know, you see the tweet here. You know, was that necessary? No. You know. I didn't actually witness it, you know, the exorcism. I mean, like, why? For me, when you put stuff like this in movies, it's incredibly immersion breaking. It's incredibly immersion breaking. And it makes me not want to watch it. But, you know, I'm fine. There's plenty of other good horror films that I haven't seen yet. There are plenty of other... Um, you know, movies I can rewatch, Nightcrawler, Creep 1 and 2. These are classics. Um, I thought the, um, the Stranger, which is another Australian film based on a true story, was really good. I thought Black Phone. I think people unfair, were unfair with Black Phone. I think that was an awesome movie. Um, very, very good. Highly recommend. There's lots of, of, of good horror that you can go see. You like good possession movies. You could see Nefarious. You could watch. I mean, I'd even recommend Evil Dead Rises for to watch for free. I wouldn't pay much for it, but uh, there's plenty out there, so I won't miss not seeing this in the theater. You know, I think that there there's a lot of of good horror films, and that's fine if they want to go woke. I just won't see them. I think it's pretty easy. Pretty simple, right? I do want to remind everyone that this video is sponsored by cbdistillery.com. Promo code the quartering will save. This is one of the times where I can actually say I actually take the product every day and I do find that it helps me relax. I'm trying to take it to get off of SSRIs for anxiety. And uh, it seems to be working for me, but there's a variety of reasons people take it. 
90% of customers report better sleep with CBD. 81% say it helps with stress and anxiety. 80% of people report less pain after physical activity and enjoy better focus and concentration. The full range of carefully formulated CBD and plant-based solutions packed with whole body healing plant compounds and vital nutrients, 100% clean products, no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. Recommended by Dr. Kevin Frey, Mayo Clinic trained internist and preventative health specialist with over 2 million satisfied customers. If you're frustrated with health concern and it's not getting better, give CBD a try from the source I trust, cbdistillery.com. Promo code the quartering will save you 20%. Let me get you in the right path with my 20% off discount. Visit cbdistillery.com and enter my code the quartering, one word, for your discount. No prescription required at cbdistillery.com. Promo code the quartering for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com. If you want to know the stuff that I take, it's these full spectrum ones for the uh, relaxation. Some people like tinctures put under their tongue. These other, these other ones with the 0% THC, I take too. But if you don't like gummies, they have all sorts of other ways to get it too. So, Also, coffeebrandcoffee.com, my company. Promo code strawberry and friends. If you, if you wanted to get our, our number, our top selling, our number two selling flavor and our number one selling flavor in K-Cup, they're now both available. Blueberry cobbler and now new strawberries and cream. We're pre-ordering it. It's going to ship next week sometime. We also have this assorted variety pack too, which is two medium roast, <clears throat> two medium roast, two dark roast, a blueberry cobbler and a strawberries and cream. So this way you can get all sorts of mixers. You can have stuff around. You can support the channel directly that way, which is awesome. Now, tomorrow, 22 hours from now, we will be back. Try to get here right at noon. Um, we've got a lot to talk about in tomorrow's show. And then later this week, who did I say is the guest? I think it's Shamika. Um, let's see. Oh, it's Rusty Cage this week. So that should be a very interesting one. Then I've got Robert Barnes the following week, Shamika Michelle, and then Mark Dice. So I've got a pretty good uh, schedule going through November. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Remember, I'll have five standalone videos on my Rumble page, too. So check back. I, I publish them kind of every hour. I'll have five standalone on Rumble and then five standalone on, on uh, YouTube too. But you're already on Rumble, so you know, feel free to watch them here. I think it's all right by me. I think it's all right by me. Appreciate you all, and we'll see you tomorrow. Um.